So it, it's how bad do you want to do this and what scale do you want to do it? So it's, it's got to be, you have to be very motivated. It's not an easy business. It's a lot of hard physical work. And people that might think it's cute or it's fun, it is. It's all those things, but it's also a lot of hard physical work. This is real food, handmade by people who love what they do. This is Cheese by Hand. Today on Cheese by Hand, we take you to Sweet Home Farm in Southern Alabama to talk with Alice Birchinoff and Doug Wolbert. All right. Well, we got started uh, because we wanted to be food self-sufficient, and a dairy cow seemed like the most logical cornerstone because she would give us milk and calves for meat and manure for our garden. and surplus enough to trade and barter for other items. So out of that, the business of dairying, rather the hobby of dairying, evolved out of of that first cow. Uh, We were looking for a home-based business and we wanted to work together. And that just seemed like the ticket for us and had always been involved in processing food my, with my background in nutrition. Uh, it was very interesting to me and very challenging and I think that also was part of uh, what fascinated me about dairying was there wasn't a lot of information on cheese making at the time. So it became a challenge to know how to do it at first just to make it edible and then how to do it to make it wonderful. But no, we just thought it would be fun to do and and uh, once I started practicing and getting some information and getting more technical advice as it became available and our cheeses uh, our friends were eating started to ask if we were selling then the light bulb kind of went on in our heads well hey maybe we could do this thing for a living that they've gone past the point of let's just make something then that's edible and let's making something that's special and something that we can market and turn into a business. So um, we knew we didn't have the land or the energy to try to milk 40 cows so we started out you know thinking about a dozen that seemed like a manageable size herd for us to do all the work ourselves the milking the manufacturing and the marketing. And so that's what we kind of projected as our goal and built our plans from there. If you've ever been along the Gulf Shore on Highway 10 between Mobile, Alabama and Pensacola, Florida, you've passed a town called Alberta in Alabama, population 586. And if you paid attention vigilantly, you might have noticed a sign that leads down a dirt road a couple miles to Sweet Home Farm. Now, for the sake of accuracy, We have to point out that the road to the farm has been paved since our visit, but you get the picture. Small farm on the outskirts of a tiny town, signs everywhere promoting a man named Haas Mack for sheriff. It's that kind of place. Sweet Home Farm's cheese shop is only open Friday and Saturday, and yet people still make that drive. Lots of people. 
because you just can't buy their cheese anywhere else. There's there's no shortage of work on a farm, but as I tell everybody, Doug gets to do all the heavy lifting. <laughs> Those kind of jobs kind of fell naturally to what our talents were. Doug is more of a structure person. I'm more of a detail person. He's really good at uh, fixing and maintaining things. I'm a planner and a list maker and a tech technical person. So we kind of uh, just let each other uh, do the things that we're each best at. And what are you doing right now? I'm peeling garlic. <laughs> for, for garlic blue cheese. And we just grew the garlic, and this is the first of the fresh first, harvest. First harvest, yeah. So. Right. And what, I, what we do with things here, I like to s see what needs to be done and figure out how I can do it with what I've got available. And sometimes it takes a little bit longer that way, but he just slow and steady, he always gets things done. Well, we looked at it from the perspective of what we could handle without employees. And, and we both know that we, we don't particularly enjoy managing other people's time, and we're not particularly good at it either. So we tried to focus on how to manage a farm of the size that the two of us could handle. And so that was our decision to be small. Um, whatever other people's motivations are, other people have a different perspective of figuring they're going to have employees, uh, working on a different profit margin, doing things on a different scale. But that's the wonderful part about being self-employed. You can write your own ticket. You can make this as big or as small or as successful or as low-key as you want it. And this is what we've decided we want to do. We, our mission statement is to make the most wonderful tasting cheese we can make and put it directly in the hands of the person who's going to consume it. Alice and Doug have been at it for close to 30 years, just the two of them. And when we arrived, the farm was in high gear. The garden was in bloom, the shop was busy, and that season they had added three more cows to their production, jumping from a herd of 12 to 15. It might sound like a cute or a small detail, but that's an actual increase of 25% in milk volume that gets made into cheese, it's then aged, and then has to be sold out of their shop. And remember, it is just the two of them. We didn't know how much milk a cow gave, and so we realized immediately it was way more than two of us could use, even, you know, using as much. We, neither of us really cared to drink fluid milk. We loved cheese, and I turned a lot of butter, and we ate lots and lots of cheese, but, of course, it was way more when a cow gives five gallons of milk a day, it's, it's more than two people can, can use. So it, it, it all kind of evolved out of there. Well, let's do something with this. We've got this product, and uh, let's move toward making a living at it. If you have to be home to milk one cow, you might as well be milking a few more. You've got to be on that schedule. Did either of you have any experience working with dairy animals? None at all, no. Uh, none at all. <laughs> We didn't have a barn or have uh, any place to keep a cow. We got our first cow. We uh, nailed a stanchion to the front porch and staked her out in the yard. We didn't have a barn. We milked her in the front yard. 
and we had a tiny little refrigerator and <laughs> no place that we kept it. We aged our cheeses in a pie safe in the basement and coated them with uh, melted crayons mixed with melted candle wax. So it was very, very primitive as I look back on it now. <laughs> it was pretty hysterical. And we thought they were wonderful because we could eat them and, you know, we didn't die. <laughs> so, yeah, it was a learning experience. Um, but we did, you know, we did with what we had. We never went into debt to do anything with the dairy. Sweet Home only sells their cheeses on their farm. It's from a small building at the front of the cheese plant that they open up for a few hours every Friday and Saturday. And more importantly, with just this one location, open for less than 15 hours each week, they sell out every season. While this may seem like a micro-business, it is actually one that has grown tremendously since they got their start more than 30 years ago. Well, certainly. We get calls all the time from people wanting us to wholesale and ship to restaurants and ship to retail stores and go on the Internet on an almost daily basis. But I don't feel any pressure to supply those markets. Uh, at first, our decision to market locally was an economic reason to be profitable. The retail margin, we needed that to stay profitable and be small. Now, I think it's more complicated than that. We look at it as participating in the community that we live in. This is what I'm doing to put, help put Alberta on the map. We're making Alberta a destination. We've participated in our community by making the farm something to be proud of for this community. So I feel like we've done something to, to leave our mark on this community. So there's a lot of different pluses about retailing besides financial. Since the beginning, Doug and Alice have made their choices based on what they could do by themselves and make a living in their community. It is this self-reliance that perhaps makes them feel so unique. They embody the thinking of a time we found only in stories we knew from our grandparents, maybe from a Laura Ingalls Wilder book. Build your home. Repair all of your equipment. Grow your own food, animal and vegetable. Make some cheese and sell or barter for the remainder. All from your farm down a dirt road. Doing what they could with what they had became their style. And in some ways it also became their philosophy. Perhaps in this era of mega corporations and global trade, the reality of a business that someone can actually wrap their head around, where they can really see and relate to all the moving parts, is so enticing and even comforting that people will travel from Florida, Mississippi, and Louisiana just to buy their cheese. It simply has an authenticity that's hard to find these days. <laughs>